Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and in today's show we have Bill Boydell, over 17 years a youth fan, with his stories of yesteryear and some current day talk too. It really was a great pleasure to speak to Bill and I hope it's the first of several appearances. Also in the show we have all the news of the first Sussex by the Sea quiz. And your questions are asked by the great Pat McCrossan. Get involved, Hastings fans, and you've got a chance to win a replica shirt. Presented by the great man himself. We also have our regular segments, the fixture alert, Pat McCrossan's song pick of the week, and of course, the fan roundtable. Enjoy, Hastings fans. And now, over to Bill. Hello. Hello, is Bill there? Oh, hello, Bill. It's Chris from the podcast. Bill, it's obviously because it's a real pleasure to talk to you. I'm, I'm, t- to me, you're like a treasure trove of memories, and I, you know, it's just about how I can get these the, these memories across on the, on the podcast for all the fans. Because I know I've, I've spoken to quite a few people. A lot of people don't want us, you know, uh, that I've spoken to physically at the game and that. And I said I was talking to yourself, and they were like, "Oh, you know, it's, it's really good," and they couldn't think of things to ask you, you know, yeah. which is which is a bit annoying. But um, don't help me. Yeah, no, no, that's me, mate. That's my job. I waffle. I, 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 I'm the waffler. You, you yeah. come out. You come out with the good stuff. What we could do, Bill, if you've got a minute. Um, when did you first start watching Hastings? I saw the first game that they ever played as, as Hastings United at the pilot field. I think it was um, my dad took me. I was nine years old, and that's when I first got interested in football. I'd never seen a football match up to then. So what uh, year, Bill? Uh, what year? What, what year was that? I think it was it was forty eight, forty nine. Forty eight, forty nine. Yeah, yeah. So you saw the first game. Can you remember who it was? I can't remember who they played. No, I'm sorry. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Year old kid, but I know that I enjoyed it, and and uh, that's when I got interested and started playing myself. Yeah. What? What were you? Were you a keen footballer? No, I was only playing for the school. That's all. Uh, I played for the junior school for a couple of years, and then I played at the. Uh, I went to the grammar school and played for them. Oh, okay. And uh, I wanted to be a footballer, but I wasn't good enough, and I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I played for my, when I was fourteen. I was playing for my, my dad's work team. He, he went. He was working at the Observer, and I played in the, the Hastings League for the Observer. But uh, that was a bit of a rough affair. That was because I was only fourteen, and I'm playing against uh, people that uh, you know. A lot bigger and heavier than me. I just take a few knots, but in those days you accepted it. You know, you didn't roll around on the floor and scream at people. Oh God, yeah, not like now, eh? Bloody oh, hell! I, I can't <laughs> believe it. I, I watch, I watch the football on the television, and I see these guys. You know, and they they roll over on the ground like they're in Kodaks, and all all someone's done. I mean, all right, sometimes they do get caught. I'm, I must admit, but half the time, especially when they they go around holding their face, and all they've been done is. Some naughty man on the other side has pushed him in the chest. You know? Yeah, it, no. it gets me. No, yeah, no one likes that, Bill. I know that. No. I no. mean, it's, it's like when you see them coming off the pitch. Um, they take their shirt off and they got their six pack and their biceps and all that. And ten minutes earlier, they were rolling on the. <laughs> ground. Over. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's one thing I find about the league that Hastings are in mm. that people don't do that. Yeah, you know, all right, people get injured. Yes. But they don't roll around and, and run around after the referee trying to get a card and all that. They don't do it in this it, it, because there's not so much money involved. That's what it's all about. Well, I suppose equally, I think we wouldn't let it happen, would we? I mean, I know us as I think. Well, I would hope so. But I'm, most of the fans I'm around, they're 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 not having any of that. They're not uh, none of that no. rubbish. But 
All right, but let's talk about what what's um you, what what was your favourite all time player? You've you know you've been watching for oh, what was it up over seventy years? Oh, is, who is the one that stands out the most? Not for Hastings, you mean? Um, well, we could talk Hastings, and then we could talk of all time as well. Um, I, I mean, my old time player. I, mean, I, I thought Bobby Moore was a brilliant guy. He, he played for West Ham and, yeah. and never let him down, did he? He was never brilliant, I don't think, but he was always continuously good. Yeah, uh, I like Bobby Charlton because he was such a gentleman on the field. Um, I thought George Best was a genius. Um, yeah, and I thought Gascoigne was magic, but of course Gascoigne and Best they they uh, they sort of went astray at the end. But uh, you know, I thought they were they were magic. Um, yeah, the the Gascoigne. I had the pleasure of watching him when he was at Newcastle and when he was at Spurs because uh, yeah. I'm a. Uh, originally a QPR fan, I used to live only down the road from there, and uh, obviously followed them home and away. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 people would kick the lumps out of Gascoigne. Um, oh, yeah. He would just bounce off them. You know, he yeah. was the ball was glued to his feet. He was a fantastic player. Unfortunately, he has his. He had the drink was the demon, and That's right. and yeah. it and it eventually wins, which is a real oh, shame. The other guy I really liked watching. I saw the last game that Stanley Matthews played for Stoke against Chelsea. Uh, I was determined to see that man play. Mm. And, uh, I was I was in the RAF and I was stationed near near London, and we went and saw it. And he he played for about oh half an hour, I suppose. But he, he got so many. He, he was fifty years old, I think, at the time, and he, he couldn't take the knocks. I mean, yeah. people weren't fouling him; they were just knocking him. Uh, but he, I, it was just a pleasure to watch him. You know, he still got it at fifty. <laughs> yeah, but what about favourite favourite Hastings players? Well, I, mean, Bill? I, I go back now to, to when I used to watch him as a teenager. I mean, I mm. thought that Sid Asher was a brilliant centre forward, and I loved Gerling and Parks, the two little wingers. I mean, they were just little guys. I don't know, they five foot seven, something like that. I suppose five foot. They, they just, and the whole of the Hastings team in that day, it seemed that when they came off the pitch. They were absolutely knackered because they'd given everything they could possibly give, and that's that's why I think that's the way a footballer footballer should come off the pitch. They should come off shattered. Mm. You know, doesn't matter how how fit they are at the beginning of the game, um, if, if they put enough into it, it should completely shatter them. But I, I I thought they were great those three, and the best player that Hastings I think ever had was was Terry Griffiths, who was the centre half and the captain in the fifties. Yeah, he was he was out of this world. You know, a big, tall guy, and he was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I can remember most of the the players: um, Gerling, Parks, Asher. Uh, I think the Bar Brothers, Boone. I'm not sure Thompson and Tomlinson played, but I'm not sure which one was the goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there again, it's, it's like 60, 70 years ago. So, but I, I they used to play. The thing that I can't that everybody seems to remember is the Norwich game. All the memories seem to centre around the Norwich game. And, and that was a brilliant day out. I mean, we, we got there about oh, an hour and a half before the game started because we knew it was going to be a big crowd. And we managed to get on the halfway line up against the fence. Oh, right. The side opposite the grandstand. But in those days, they could use that grass bank. It was an absolute mass of people. And they, they um, even went to the lengths inside the, on the tinder track all the way around the ground. They put benches these long wooden benches, and I think there were about four rows of them, all the way around the ground, and people were allowed in there, and they were all sitting inside the 
inside the railings because that's the way they got that big crowd in. Yeah. The atmosphere was unbelievable. Oh, the I can only imagine. disappointment that day probably was when Asher missed the penalty. Um, he'd taken the penalties ever since he'd been there and he'd always scored. He'd never missed one and he didn't blast them or try and be clever. He used to, they virtually went along the ground into the corner. Yeah. Like daisy cutters, into, right, just inside the post and he scored every one. And on that Norwich day, the ground was just, a, in the goal areas, was just, just a mass of mud. And it mm. was, it wasn't just that Hastings hadn't kept their pitch right in those days. Yeah, it was, uh, the Division 1. Yeah, it was a lot of that. They were covered in mud. And he stroked this penalty, and literally the goalkeeper just sort of walked and picked it up. Oh, <laughs> God. He <laughs> just went in the mud. Oh, no. It was, a, it was a tremendous atmosphere. But what people seem to forget, I think, is that in the previous round of that, they played Swindon Town at home and beaten them 4-1. Uh, in the previous round, and people don't seem to mention that, and that was a brilliant game as well. I think Swindon at the time were in oh, Division 3. I think yeah, that, I think it would have been, been that. They're about two or three tiers above Hastings, I think, uh, and Hastings had annihilated them. And the other game that people don't ever mention is, I think it was the following year, uh, when they played at um, Hillsborough against Sheffield Wednesday. And that was as good a result, although they lost, it was really as good a result as when they drew with Norwich because they only lost 2-1. They're actually winning 1-0 at half-time. Oh, was it? Yeah, they were winning 1-0 oh. at half-time. And I, I didn't get to the game that game, but apparently the, the second Sheffield Wednesday goal was, was so offside you could have give, driven a bus between <laughs> the scorer and the defender. Um, oh, dear. But there you go. But that was, a, that was brilliant. You know, that's... Uh, uh, it was a shame that when they, they lost the replay to Norwich because... Uh, they lost 5-2, I think it was. And uh, mm. they... Um, uh, there we go. But Norwich went to Arsenal in the next round, went to Highbury, and they beat Arsenal 1-0 at Highbury. So well, they did pretty well drawing yeah. with them. Well, exactly. There's no mean feat at all then. Because no. the, the Arsenal at that time were a top side. Well, they've yeah, always been a top well. side, didn't they? But Yeah. Yeah, they did very, very well. How football has changed over the years. You know, it's, uh, it, it amazes me the things. I mean... I think I said to you once before about who remembers flags on the halfway line. I don't know when they went, when they stopped doing that, but it was it must have been early sixties probably when they, when they were still had flags on the halfway line. But I remember the first game I ever played for my dad's works team was at a pitch which was just above the boss. There's a housing estate there now. Okay. And that was a, a sloping old pitch, and the first game I played, I noticed that the flags on the halfway line were actually. On the on the byline, you know, on on the thing, and I said, well, <laughs> up the foot back. And of course, being a fourteen-year-old big mouth, I mentioned it to the referee. <laughs> yeah, oh dear. <laughs> My name was Yeah, our football has changed though, over the years. I mean, I, some of the things that have come in, well, not a long time, but fairly recent years. Like, I mean, who was the first person to start wearing black woolly gloves? You know, mm. um, I can understand that an overseas player coming in from a, a tropical country and, and playing on a, a freezing day in December, okay, he's going to put some gloves on to, to you know, climatise. Mm. But now you've got players born in this country mm. playing in August, wearing you know, <laughs> bloody gloves. And I think, wimps, oh, wimps. You know, is it to avoid breaking a fingernail? <laughs> I, I, I uh, and uh, then the next thing that we had was people pulling their socks right up 
so they touch their shorts. Yeah. And I think now, are they surgical socks for some reason? <laughs> or did mum tell you you mustn't get your knees dirty? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't really see. And then, of course, you've got the uh, the latest thing that I see. that um, I know that the women have learned a lot by watching the men play. Mm. And obviously, they've taken a lot from the men's game. But yeah. now we think that it appeals to me you know, on a tongue-in-cheek sort of thing. You know, you, you see players now with their shirts and they're wearing what appears to be a black bra. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Is, is that for some medical reason? Oh. Or is it, uh, <laughs> warn your fellow players not to drop the soap in the, in the shower? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Oh, dear. But, I mean, the, 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 uh, the other thing I, I can always think about is one of the most feared men in, in any team, well, it wasn't a player, it was the trainer. Because on the sideline, you only got the manager and the, and the, and the trainer sitting on the bench virtually. Mm. And a player would get injured. It'd be a cold day. A player would get injured. He'd go down and he'd see the, 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 the trainer coming across the pitch. Now, the trainer, who in those days, in, my, in the early 50s, his medical qualification was probably a first aid badge in the scouts. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and he, he had his, his medical equipment consisted of a, a galvanized bucket full of freezing water and a sponge. Mm. And the guy that was injured would see him coming, he'd probably get to his feet and say, it's okay, it could be a fracture, but I'll run it off. <laughs> <laughs> I want that ice water on a cold day. Oh yeah, dear. Well, well, I mean, Bert Troutman, I do remember Bert Troutman, he played in the cup final. Was that a broken neck, wasn't it? Broken bone in his neck, and he yeah. carried on playing. You know, Jeez. I mean, the guy must have been in agony. But, wow. but, but All for the fear of the sponge. Sorry? All for the fear of the sponge. The cold sponge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in if you want. I'll get Aggie because yeah, Aggie, 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 yeah, uh, yeah we're we're all entitled to our opinions, uh, Bill. Don't worry about that. I mean, I can excuse them doing that if they're winning one 0 in the last two minutes. Yeah, you waste a bit of time. That's that's all in the game. But to be doing it from the offset, it's, it's, mm. you know, the, I mean, if if the goalkeeper kicks kicks the ball up the pitch, yeah, it's, 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 the, the forwards have got as big a fifty-fifty chance of getting the ball as as the other side's defenders, mm. and I think that's what makes it a bit more exciting. But anyway, if that's the game, is the way the game's being played. We'll, I'll have to put up with it. I, they ain't going to change it for my sake. <laughs> you never know. Aggie does listen. You know, we, we might have to. He might have to have words with you. You know. He... <laughs> They, they, well, it's about all spreading the play out, isn't it? And stretching oh, the pitch right. oh, and all that. I mean, it's very clever the way they do it. The, the passing is, is accurate and all that, but it does leave you a bit worried sometimes when they when they do it, you know. I mean, sometimes you, you, you wonder if it's 
if it's a, if it's a good thing to do, I, I don't know. If it wins, but if it wins games, facing the winning. Then let's knock it, you know. Well, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong, Bill. Like, I'm 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 you know I'm, I'm nearly forty six. So I re- I remember like where you used to not pass back to the goalie because the the goalie might might miss it or or oh, yeah. give it to the opposition. Yeah. These I mean, days, these goalies are really good. I mean, I, I I am a bit nervous whenever it goes back. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. But yeah. it's yeah. the modern way, and uh, right. you know, yeah. Aggie knows best. So uh, and you know. Uh, <laughs> Goalkeeper, and pick it up. Yeah. yeah. He was restricted in the amount of movement. He could only take three steps with the ball before he bounced it. And he could only bounce it three times. So he was restricted in the amount of movement he can get. And then he would kick it right up the field. Now the goalkeeper can get the ball. He can run around all over the place with it mm. uh, while he's forward to get forward. And then he rolls it out of someone who's standing two foot away from him. <laughs> it's frustrating sometimes. Yeah. But, the, uh, but Bill, t- t- talking about the current team, I mean, what's what's your thoughts? I mean, I know you were saying about the back passes, um, but what, what's 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 your opinion of our start to the season? I think I think the season's been great. Yeah, I mean, the, the first uh, um, uh, game at the part of the first league game, I think that was a, a, a getting together game. You know, they did very well to draw against a good team. Yeah. Um, you know, and they they. they as, as I've watched them, I've only seen the home games, I haven't seen the away games, but as I've watched them, they're getting better, they've got better each time. Uh, they seem to have more, they've got, conf- what I think about Hastings is, they've got confidence in each other. Yeah. Um, you know, because they just seem to have, have a certain amount of confidence in what they're doing and, and I'm sure that this season they're going to do very well. They're going to do as well this season as they did last season, if not better. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've managed they to... do much better than they did last year. Oh, of course not. Well, hopefully they can. Hopefully we can finish this bloody season and we don't get it stopped. Oh, it'd be terrible if we got it stopped. Again. Yeah, yeah. Well, hope, hope. Cross fingers. I mean, I've managed to catch a couple of the away games as well, Bill, and and you're you're spot on. You know, it has that rhythm's been there, and yeah. as as the games have gone on, I mean, we, that VCD team. I mean, I thought we made it look quite easy. I mean, yeah. I know they nicked a goal towards the end, but like. Um, I thought. No, the CD team were a good team. They, they, they had one or two really good players. There was a, um, oh, a dark chap on the on the left wing, and he was really good. He was, mm. he was mustard. He was, but uh, you know, we I thought we did the defence did very very well. Yeah, uh, they were very solid on that camp. I mean, I remember a few years back, it was it was who who's going to score more, isn't it? But yeah. these days, it's that that defence has become very solid. Thinking about the woolly gloves, I'm just just looking at the notes of it. Thinking about the woolly gloves, it, it, they started wearing those. Oh, what amazes me now is the size of the goalkeepers' gloves. Mm. You know, I, <laughs> I mean, wicket keepers all over the world. Yeah, really <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think about Alan Knott. Alan Knott could have done with those. I know. I mean, they're massive, and it, it amazes me that. The, the, the goalkeeper will make a save and the commentator on the telly will say, oh, that was a wonderful save, lovely strong wrists. Oh. And you think, he's wearing gloves that go a third of the way up his forearm and they're, they're, he's got uh, Velcro wrapped all around him. Mm. I mean, what do you mean strong wrists? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's been strange that they wear those. I'll tell you a story that, that happened thinking about gloves. Yeah. It was years ago. It was in, it must have been around 1980, I think. Um, my father-in-law and a friend of mine 
we went to watch Ashford. And uh, we went into the bar and uh, <clears throat> we had a pint. And there were three or four young lads in there and they, they'd had a pint. Yeah. And when we were sitting in the bar, when the lads went back up, um, the uh, one of them said, uh, we'll have four more pints, not so much water this time. And the barman <laughs> took his back and we come and get out. Okay. And, uh, he took them out. <laughs> All right. And uh, they went and stood behind the Ashford goal in the first half. And we didn't see them do this, but this was in the days when goalkeepers only wore gloves if it was really wet or horrible. They'd mm. a pair of gloves in the, in the net. Like. Mm. And when they came off at half time, this goalkeeper was moaning like a drain. Mm. One of the lads had got forward and cut the fingers out of his gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We thought it was hilarious, but the goalkeeper didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, he's one of the lads in the net, they cut the fingers, they'd taken the fingers out of his gloves. <laughs> as he was to get back at the barman for not giving him a beer. <laughs> No, there's a, there's a lot of things that have changed, and it, it and, and a lot of it is for, is, is for the better. Mm. You know? Getting back to, to the olden days, something I just thought about as well. I noticed there's a picture of uh, the program, the Norwich program on your on your thing. Yeah. And I noticed that the uh, the promise of the program was three p. Mm. Uh, now, in in modern times, that was old money. In modern times, now that would be one point two five pence. Um, <laughs> So in those days, you could buy 80 programs for a pound. 80 programs now would cost you 200 quid. Yeah. <laughs> it's a difference, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I also noticed there that the, the kickoff was at 2.15. Um, well, that would be about right in, in January because we'd only floodlight. Oh, was that the reason? Was that the reason yeah. then? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't have any floodlights then. I don't remember when the floodlights first came in, um, but they were pretty basic type light they yeah. weren't right unless it rained uh, because the the floodlight was it had a great big lampshade like a big lampshade with one huge bulb in it mm. um i think it was one bulb or it might have been two that were just like ordinary big light bulbs about 20 times bigger and they were very good and unless it rained and if it rained and the, the wind swept the water the rain across the field if the rain got onto one of the bulbs it to pop <laughs> and then, and it, no, it didn't happen all the time, but it yeah. was quite amazing. You could hear a bit of a bang and the light would go out um, because they didn't have any shield to them. Yeah. Um, but they were all right. I mean, they worked okay. We, we, everyone used to, uh, you know, used to watch the game all the way through. But, uh, I mean, I can remember when Hastings also, I don't know when he was, that must have been in the 60s or 70s, I think, mm. when they were so poor, they were, they were financially very that they, at half-time, they used to send the ball boys round with a blanket, holding a blanket, and people throwing coins into the blanket to help them with their finances. Oh, wow. That was, that, I think it was in the 70s, I think. That was when we had, uh, in the 60s, when we had the mascot uh, the Hastings had, was a guy called Gus. He was uh, getting on in years, and he used to dress up in a, a, a claret and blue sort of um, suit with the long tails to it, very smart, on a top hat. Yeah. He's his name was Gus. He did it for years and years. He was the mascot. But there are things that, I mean, people are, you can, you can go back and pe- things come back to mind. I mean, I've, when I've finished speaking to you, there'll probably be some more things I can remember. But well, well, that's what I wanted to say to you, Bill. Like, I'd, lo- I'd, love to, I'd love to have you on from, from time to time. Because uh, as you say, you know, you remember things from, you know, you've got such a, you know, 70 years of watching and still watching, yeah. you know. I mean, you- I I was, I was in the forces for 22 years and the Navy for a couple of years, so I had like you know, a long time when I didn't get to see them. Mm. And 
I, I think I said to you the other day, you know, that when they got drawn against Sheffield Wednesday, my mate and I went to a place called Selby to watch them uh, in the round before. Yeah. Tell you about that. Yeah, but please tell us again. Well, we they the, the, the round before they played Sheffield Wednesday that year, they get drawn against a, a team called Selby, which is up in Yorkshire. And a friend of mine and I, we were only 14, 14, 14, maybe 14, 14 15. Anyway, we, we wanted to go, but we couldn't afford to go, obviously. And, uh, and we, we sort of really wanted. So what we did, we, we got an old pram from somewhere. We get where we got it. And we went around the houses collecting jam jars. Because jam jars, you could get a penny or, or cuttings on a jar, depending on what size they were. Mm. And we were taking them back. And we, 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 every single night, all day Saturday, all day Saturday. And we, we went around and we... We were trying to get the train fare to get up there. Yeah. And we went to one old chap's house and he said they hadn't got any jam jars, but he got some soda siphons. And he gave us, I think it was six soda siphons. And of course, they were worth quite a bit. We took them back to the to the grocers. I think this grocers must have thought that we were um, stealing. <laughs> we took the jam jars back to his place, but he, he kept paying us. And yeah. we got up to and we went and they won, I can't remember what it was now, four or something, I think they mm. won at Selby. And uh, we came back, and on the Monday we sat listening to the to the draw for the next round. Mm. And of course, it was Sheffield Wednesday, and we we couldn't go. <laughs> we mm. couldn't afford to go. We we couldn't do the jam jar trick again. <laughs> um, but it was a shame. It was, uh, if they hadn't played Selby the round before, we'd have. You'd have been there. Uh, you got to see the Sheffield game. Yeah. But it was things that you did in those days. You know, you, you really wanted to do something. You went mm. round and you you took your finger out and you went round and collected your money. Absolutely. Um, as if you were that keen. It's uh, it's just how keen you are whether you, whether you're going to put the effort in. Yeah. But I I do uh, I do think that Hastings this year are going to do well. Uh, I've, I've got a, I've been in, I mean the manager is doing a great job and the uh, the team seems to have, he's got a good squad together. Mm. You know he's got people sitting on the sub bench which in any other team in that league would be playing every week. Yeah. You know, he's got some and he's uh, and they're all they're all good players. There don't seem to be any stars. You know, not outstanding stars, but they're all good players. Mm. And, they, and as I say, they all seem to work for each other very, very well. Yeah, it's good to see. So I've got my ticket, ticket for this next Saturday and next Tuesday. So I'm oh, have you? Oh, excellent. So what happened is my son was um, a Brighton supporter. Yeah. And he's been a Brighton supporter for the last five or six years. He's been going home, over to nearly every home game, mm. taking my great-grandson with him. And I've been two or three times. Mm. But I enjoyed going because it's a day out with my son and my great-grandson. Yeah. But, in, in, but really, I would have rather, have, instead of travelling all the way over there to watch Brighton, I would rather go to the pilot field. Absolutely. That, that's how I look at it. But it's been nice, to, not just to go and watch Brighton, but I've, watched, I've seen Man United and Liverpool and, and them. It's been good to see the big teams. But I don't get the thrill out of it as I do watching my own team. You know? yeah. Anyway, my son was packed up going to Brighton. He, he cancelled his uh, fan club uh, membership. And uh, he's, he's now watching Hastings every week. Top so man. Top man. That's he, the... gets, he gets the tickets for me. Yeah. Uh, he gets, whenever, he, whenever he's going, he'll, he gets the tickets for me because uh, that's the way we do it. And uh, yeah, we, we've enjoyed it. My uh, young grand, great-grandson, he plays for, I think, Saddleskin or something. Yeah. That's right. He's a Saddleskin youth team. And uh, he's played four games now and scored 14 goals. Oh, brilliant. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, they've been winning, they've been having big wins. I mean, 10, 1 and 11 mil and all that. But he's, he's quite good. He's, he's a big lad for his age and he's doing well. So, Bill, so Bill, could, Bill, could this be that you could become a football agent? Could you sign him up? You know? <laughs> no, no, <don't laughs> no, that's a bit beyond me. <laughs> no? Oh, all right. <laughs> anyway, if, if I... Uh, I can't think of anything else. No, no, there. Bill, Bill, no, no. Really, we've got we've got some stuff there, and our and our um, I'll, I'll definitely put I'll put that on. Um, yeah, and then just from time to time, Bill, um, yeah. if you ever feel like if there's any stories you want to put on, because I I love I love all this, and I think that a lot of our fans will love all this because this is yeah. stuff that doesn't really get talked about. And and yeah, I mean, I, I'm I, it's it's great stuff, Bill. So I mean, from yeah. any 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 time you want to come on. And you, yeah, you've okay. got some bits and pieces you want to talk about, by all means. Otherwise, we'll see the match sometime. Oh, absolutely! No, I'll get you a cup of tea or whatever, or whatever your poison is. I mean, my poison tends to be beer. I'm a, I'm a beer man as well. Oh, I'd, well then, it might have to be a beer then. But um, yeah, um, it, it, well, of course, if I, if I, if I see you, Bill, of course I will. And um, we're just, you, you're in the stand then. Yeah, we always sit in the stand about on the halfway line, roughly up at the back. I like looking down on the game, so we sit fairly well to the back. Oh, okay. Um, All right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you around. But I'll be there Tuesday. The, uh, well, yeah. listen, Bill, I'd, I'd love to catch up with you, and I obviously would love to have you on again. All right? Yeah, so um, yeah. it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, and you will take care now. You take care, I'll Bill. I'll see you on Tuesday. I mean, we don't want to know where each other looks like, so we can't say hello for other hours, but yeah. we'll get together sometime. I'll, I'll just shout Bill, Bill, and then you see some fella wandering around talking to anyone and asking if their name's Bill. You can just ignore oh. me. <laughs> Blue baseball cap. All right, baseball cap. And we sit about, uh, about just on just the on the on the on the halfway line, up in the stand, about the three quarters of the way up. Okay. All right. All right, Bill. You take care. Have a good day. And that's another thing, by the way. If you wanted to go in the stand in the fifties, you had to pay extra. Oh, did you? Oh yeah. Cheeky but cheeky buggers. Yeah, there used to be a turnstile where where the uh, end of the stand is. Uh, at the foot, right, right there, used to be a turnstile, a fence and a turnstile there. And I, uh, it wasn't much, it was about an extra few pennies, but you had to pay extra to go in the stand, yeah. I don't oh. know, I can't remember when they took that away, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, cool. that, was a, that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, on that, and on that bombshell, Bill, I, I, I wish you uh, a good day and um, have you on again soon. Okay, mate. Take, Take care. care. See ya. Hello Hughes fans, well the fixtures this week on the 24th of October, well they don't make it easy for us to get tickets for this fixture, we need to go on Eventbrite, spelt B-R-I-T-E, that's .co.uk, slash E, slash Sevenoaks, dash town, dash V, dash Hastings, dash tickets, dash one two four six zero seven seven nine two two six one. And who says that football fans aren't discriminated against? They eh? don't get any of that wrong, or it won't work. So it probably is easier to go on sevenoakstownfc.co.uk or at sevenoakstownfc on Twitter, and there'll be a link. So good luck getting tickets for that. Otherwise, on the twenty seventh, we have White Orc at home. It's a 7.45 kickoff, and the way you get tickets is the much easier HastingsUnited.BigCartel.com. The women's side uh, have Seaford Town on the 25th of October in the league. 
Confirmation on tickets is not available at this time of recording. Please check the Hastings United Women's Twitter, which is Hastings UFCW, on all the latest for tickets for that fixture. Right, Hastings fans, in conjunction with the club, I can proudly announce our first Sausage by the Sea quiz. It's packed with the questions and the fantastic prize master. So we're talking Sussex by the Sea quiz. We've got a quiz master, the quiz master general, Pat McCrossin, and he's got a question for you. Okay, so in the 2014-2015 thing, we actually strayed off of the path of Sussex by the Sea on no fewer than three occasions with three different tunes. One of them was Cyril Stapleton, a throwback to the 80s. But what were the other two songs slash tunes that were used as a entry for players? That's the question. That is the question. Do you have the answers? Don't tell yeah. us yet. Yeah, don't tell us yet, Pat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do the fans win if they win the quiz, Pat? Okay, so whoever gets the correct answer, we will get them a shirt of their choice. Be that Home, away, or third. Um, okay. And uh, I've, he I've heard a rumour that you're going to present the shirt yourself, Pat. I will present the shirt, and if they like, I will show them around the boardroom, show them what life's like behind the scenes on a match day. Oh, so wonderful. Well. Brilliant. Well, who wouldn't want to send in for this? That's excellent stuff, Pat. Yeah, you know, we love our supporters. We, you know, they, they do a lot for us, so just putting in something, you know, like this back is, is a real Right, all you need to do, Hastings fans, to get this fabulous prize and the stadium tour by the great Pat McCrossin is write in with the correct answers to hufcpod at gmail.com or DM me on Twitter at hufcpodcast. The closing date will be the 10th of November and the winner will be announced on the 12th of November episode. So get emailing and tweeting, Hastings fans. And if there's multiple winners, then we'll pull the winner from Kev Towner's hat on the 14th of November at the Whitstable game. Now over to Pat McCrossan for his song pick of the week.
that time again for the Fan Roundtable. Thanks to Ian, John, Ryan, George and Robbie for making it happen. This is going to be a riveting one. Are you going to edit this together? <laughs> I'm late because I've been clearing away any trace of Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're not impressed. They're not impressed. And just for the mention of that Lego. Right. It was good. Hello, Ian. First of all, uh, a very warm welcome to Ian Grant. You, We started talking from the HUFC activeboard.com. That's the message board that myself... That you, you all love a, so much. I, you, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I think we... <laughs> I, f- I think it's a wonderful read. It's yeah. uh, full of positivity. Yeah, I usually I'll, I'll have, a, have a little read before I go to bed. It's you know it makes me feel good about the world. But no, Ian, please, <laughs> obviously, be taking the piss. Uh, please, please introduce yourself. Tell us how you first started supporting Hastings and your stuff with the, the message board if you want to. Sure, I, would, I don't do much on the message message board. I do post occasionally. Um, uh, I suppose I've been coming about. Four years, I think the first season I started coming regularly was was the uh, Darren Hare season, the, play, the playoff season, when uh, when we played some really crazy football. It was very entertaining. Um, before that, I've, I've been a Watford season ticket holder for 20-odd years. So I used to go up to Watford, home and away from, from Brighton and then Hastings. Uh, and I've got kind of got family commitments and stuff that make that hard now. So... Uh, um, so yeah, I come to the pilot field instead. I love it. It's great. Um, yeah, it's me. I suppose uh, I did a lot of writing for fanzines and ran ran and edit, edited fanzines and stuff for Watford for quite a long time. So I've done quite a lot of writing. Doesn't mean I know anything, but I know how to spell. Fair <laughs> That's me. So yeah. Anyway, chaps. So it's we've got obviously got Robbie, we've got John, we've got Rye, and we've got the the Dark Knight uh, George who can't afford a camera probably or he's in the bath um i prefer it if it is dark if he is in the bath i think he's surrounded by sabutio and lego and he's hypocritically has a go at me yeah well you can't deny it what's he ironing what ironing his wife from (laughs) only reasonable explanation is he's iron man that's that's fairly brutal. I'm sorry. That's that's worth a that. kazoo, that. That's, that's good. Right. So we go move on from here. It's obviously been a very good week again. Oh, yeah, that's excellent, excellent. It's been a very good week again for the uh, the boys and the girls. Does anyone want to kick off on the uh, FA Trophy win? I select Robbie. <laughs> Robbie looks like he's in Florida or something. It's like bathed in sunshine. Either that or his house is on fire. <laughs> He's also on mute. Robbie, you're oh. on mute. Why are you on oh, mute? Oh, yeah. That was riveting. I, 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 just, I was riveting, Robbie. And should we move on to someone else? Not really. Robbie, please, go on. Uh, he didn't miss much. I was just saying, yeah, my house probably is on fire. But it was worth it if Saturday's my last game because what a game it was. Probably the most well, dominant performance. 3 0 flat as them, and um, probably the, one of the best atmospheres in the last couple of years. Not only this season, what an atmosphere it was in the crowd. Just, we were dominant from the first minute. As I was speaking to Daryl earlier, there's not one player that stood out 
every single player on that pitch was equally fantastic. Normally, you can pick out a player and go, oh, Ben Ward or Chalmers, they were fantastic today. But every single player on Saturday was so good, you couldn't really pick one out individually to say, yep, they were fantastic, head and shoulders by the rest. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, anyone, well, because I wasn't there, obviously, um, as I've been reminded. Um, anyone <laughs> else want to add to that? Yeah, I do. I think 3 0. Oh, it's just a classic 3 0. We were dominant. I thought uh, FC Romania were a better side than VCD, actually. I thought they offered a little bit more. Um, but we made them look really ordinary by controlling the game, controlling possession. Um, so it was an even, even better performance than the previous Saturday. Uh, yeah, great atmosphere again. Um, yeah, the, the team is really good. I'm, I'm really, really glad to see that Ollie Black is getting the credit that he deserves, finally. Because he's been... Obviously, Jake gets a lot of credit for what he does at fullback on the other side, rightly so. Um, but Ollie, people are noticing now what he gives to the side, not just defensively, but in an attacking sense as well. And help him produce that third goal. <laughs> this, is, this is professional. This is, as always, a professional product. Um, yeah, absolutely. John, do you want to chip in or are you having a domestic? Um, no, I had a phone call coming through, but that's fine. Well, what did I what, miss? Was it Aggie? Well, you were talking about Ollie Black. That, did he, did yeah, it was. He's made threats again. Was it, uh, what's his face? You know, I will find you and get you. What's the guy? What's it? Liam Neeson. Yeah. I, I was thinking, uh, I'm wondering about what's put on the T-shirt. Um, you know, like the Jesus walks on water thing. Um, yeah. Aggie walks on kittens. <laughs> Yeah. It's just an idea yeah, because yeah. it costs, you know, it costs about three pound a letter. So I've got to think of <laughs> maybe reducing it a bit. But if anyone's got any ideas and the colour scheme, do you think it's got to be crowdfund it, John? Surely you could crowdfund it, couldn't you? I could, well, yeah. You could increase your letter count. It's possible. Get a mass movement going, you know. And I think, you know, it's all for mass movement. Do the letters, capital letters, A-A-A-O-O-O. -O -O. <laughs> I think it's going to catch on. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, what was the question? Oh, did yeah. you were talking about mm. Ollie Black, weren't you? Mm. I, I don't know. The, the more you look through the side, everyone's playing, like Robbie was saying, with a confidence. Um, and it, it was, it, it ran the whole way through the team. <laughs> <laughs> but how does how does Ollie Black throw the ball? I I can never work out where that comes from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he throws with his dick. He throws with his dick. Yeah. Well, amazing! That's an amazing Billy. <laughs> Just incredible. It's the trajectory he gets on it. That's the thing. Well, it's the top spin. Yeah, it's the whiplash. <laughs> Hey, uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea where this is going now. Um, come on, Rye, you're definitely the most sensible here. What your thoughts? <laughs> That's not a good sign, by the way. Um, I think the first thing that I'd just like to put out there is uh, a note for Craig Stone, who arrived at the ground at 2.58pm on game day because he'd been with his uh, Gillingham youth side in Northampton that day. So fair play to him for getting there and actually playing. 
Um, and I just I think we were excellent. We weren't even in top gear for a lot of it. I think we got the first goal early on. Good to see Popey getting his first of the season. And we kind of settled into a rhythm where it didn't look like they would score, but if they did, we could just turn it up again, blitz them and just play football our way. They were playing long ball football, which suited us. They booted it up. We could just take it and we ran circles around them. So overall, good confidence boosting win. Delighted that, as you say, Ollie Black's got some recognition with the man of the match title. And yeah, hopefully look to build on that for tomorrow. Uh, Ian, did you, did, you get, did you make the game on Saturday? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I actually, I thought they were really poor after Saturday. And I thought, I mean, they had some, they had some quality. We talked well, about FC Romania, yeah. yeah, yeah I thought Hastings yeah, should be as hated yeah, 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 as John Wills. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm come, I've come from the forum. Yeah, it's someone who plays on the forum really and he's poor. already flating us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I thought FC Romania were really poor. And I, and I thought, it, I keep going back to something that, that uh, Chris said in his interview uh, on here a couple of mm. weeks ago about, mm. you know, how good are you on a bad day? Uh, and if you kind of look across our side, there's really nobody who's less than a seven out of 10 on a bad day. You know, when was the last time you saw Sam Adams have a, had a bad game? And I looked at some of their players and just thought, well, you're not putting it all in, frankly. There was, there was a moment in the, in the first half where their number four, who was quite sprightly, was 10 yards from the ball. Sam Adams was 20 yards from the ball, maybe a bit more. And Sam Adams won that race comfortably. And you just think, well, if I was your manager, um, yeah, and I, t- I just thought we 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 just outworked them everywhere. You know, we were just first at everything, uh, and yeah, that, you know, they had some technical ability, but we just, you know, were in complete control of that game through the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's about you know having players who are prepared to do the dirty work as well as the nice stuff. And they mm. had, they had plenty of players who who would do the nice stuff, but you know, you look at somebody like Ben Ward in midfield, and he's doing all the all the grubby stuff mm. for the rest of the team. You know, Ben Pope does it likewise. There's loads of players who do it. I think um, that's something that Aggie's really touched nobody on. nobody who doesn't. Sorry, George. Yeah, so I think that's something that Aggie's touched on. He's been giving praise to the front three for the work they've been doing defensively and praising them as a defensive mm. unit from TC, Pogue, Pope, all those players up, up the top, Capon, um, for his injury. And it's, it's good that... I think it's good that our manager's praising those players publicly for that as well. Um, yes, yeah, good to know. Good to know that it's getting recognised across the fan base now as well. I think. Yeah, I think so. Okay, oh, it's right. great to see Ben Pope get his goal as well. Yeah, oh, he's definitely earned it, hasn't he? He's, Absolutely. He's a... Well, you think is you'd have him in the side every week, even if he never scored a goal, wouldn't you? Really, for the amount of work that he does for the for the rest of the team. But, yeah, yeah, it's great to see him get a goal. Yeah, um, very unselfish player um, and provider of goals for other people. But when you say about the, when what's been said about the front three, although we've lost some brilliant players, are they are wide players? You forgot who they are already, haven't you, John? What's his name? And what's his name? Seven, yeah, Daniel uh, Yeah, but. When you look at it, we're, I think yeah. we're stronger as a unit because of that. Those front three are coming back, doing a lot of defensive or midfield sort of battling as well, aren't they? They're, it's it's more of a tighter unit rather than these 
incredibly skilled luxury players. But I, I maybe I'm being unfair. Because you are. They, you sound so much well. like George Graham, Arsenal. Incredibly skilled luxury players. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still miss Daniel Adjikai. I think he was... Uh, I, I would love us if we go up just to get him back because I think he's, he's bloody brilliant, that fella. He's done so much work. Yeah. You want to be George Graham... That's up to you, John. This, this is on a list now. There's, oh, just, uh, you've got the manager after you. You'll have everyone after you soon, mate. Well, I could, yeah. That was last season's campaign to get them, them out. <laughs> See, and it worked, you know. <laughs> right, right, fellas. Let's, um, let's move on. Did anyone make the, uh, the women's game, the challenge trophy game? I did, and I'm writing the match report as we speak. Uh, yes. Oh, you're not interested in listening to any of us then? No, no not really, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Go on, then. So this match report then, yeah. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the summary, because I haven't actually finished yet, but Thanks. it was... Uh, both teams were really organised, I think. Oh, God. What, what this team has a habit of doing is they'll kind of be organised and then they'll do everything in about an eight-minute flurry. Like that 11-0 win... We had about, I think, three sets of goals where we just could not stop scoring at any point. Mm. And um, I think the thing is, the goal, the first goal from Rebecca Ralph, most audacious lob from about 20 yards out, just loops over and in. And the second one, I think if you head over to Izzy Payne's Twitter, you can see it. It was a really good curling free kick. But this team is just so organised. And the fact is, they did concede a goal late on, but when you watch them, they, you don't feel like they're going to concede, but you always feel like they're going to score. And I think, I don't know what that says about the level they're at, but considering they're such a new team and they've played, what, three or four games together competitively, I think they're doing really, really well. Okay. With these 11-minute 11 11 bursts of play where the match is won, do you think you would suggest five and a half minutes each way? <laughs> like Sabutio? <laughs> What, Everything's they're not laughing minutes. this week. They don't want to know, do they? They're not laughing this week, John. <laughs> well, ah, I don't know. John, feel free to suggest it to them. Go into their changing room and suggest it to them and see what they say. Okay, all right. I'll give it a go. <laughs> so I have, I have seen the, the free kick, actually. I'm not seeing the first goal, but I have seen the free kick, and it was a lovely free kick. It's one of those just... Kind of high so yeah, thirty yards out, a bit of a curl on it. Did the keeper, lovely, really good dead ball. I think she's probably one of the best dead ball players I've seen. Seen. I mean, she could probably challenge anyone for for a free kick. I reckon. So, yeah, it was true. According true to the class. match. According to the match report, she's got a right foot bestowed upon her from God. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, George, you've gone quiet. You weren't there, were you? I wasn't there, no, I wasn't at the game. Was it only Ryan there then? Well, and another 150 people, but none of them are on this. No, no, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so we're, we're doing this the day before the Free Bridges game. Um, can, I, can I just ask, sorry? what was the attendance for Saturday? Because some it was, wasn't it reported as 300 and... 37 or something like that 
It was certainly uh, it was certainly three hundred and something rather than it was. I thought it was three seven something, three seven two or three seven eight. That's what it went down as on on the um, non-league crowds Twitter. So safety, right. Dave numbers. It just it just seemed re- like Robbie was saying a really great atmosphere um, and a lot it wasn't of volume. A sellout. It wasn't no, a sellout. It looked like it though. It looked like we had four hundred there at least. But, yeah, but that there was, was precisely good. nobody from them, was there? So that didn't help. No, that was a bit sad. Shame, to see. Perhaps, really? perhaps that was the lack of motivation of their team to to yeah. fight hard with their travelling hordes. I oh, know because I saw that video. Uh, George put me onto the video for FC. Uh, how, how you say it? it's not Romania, is it? It's FC George Romania. Tom- Romania. Uh, yeah. Fetch Romania. Romania. And Chilomania. you saw that and you thought, well, they're, they're, they're bound to have a bunch of loyal fans coming down. So that's a bit of a shame they, they didn't make it. But I'm starting to think it was um, some of the players dressed up and did that video. They <laughs> stopped there. Well, why not? Why not? They've got three minutes. <laughs> right, anyway, moving on. Three bridges. Uh, I take it, I'll take it we're all going to be going. What are we thinking? It's got, it's, it's got to be a home win. Oh, they've done in their games so far. They're 18th. They're, they're second bottom with three oh, points from four games. Minus seven goal difference. Yes. Mm, I mean, the whole thing was like, with East Grinstead, they were spared the relegation that their play last season deserved. And they went out and bought something like 20 players in this window. And now, what? Are they top now or they're suddenly challenging up there? Beat Ashford 3 0 away. They are absolutely wrecking this league now. Early days. Yeah. What was VCD like? Well, the whole thing for us is I think our last home game of the season is at home to East Grinstead. So that could be an interesting one. You are correct, yeah. Penultimate game, last home game, East Grinstead at home and Whiteleaf away. Three Bridges yeah. have lost 4-1 away at Sevenoaks. 4-0 um, at home to VCD. 4-0 at home to VCD. They lost 3-2 to Whitstable with two injury time goals. They were 2-1 up. Beat... Ramsgate, <laughs> so uh, yeah, not a great start for them really to the season. Yeah. So we might sneak a draw. Yeah. Now it's eleven nil. It's going to be eleven nil. Mark my words, eleven nil. How many's David getting? Four. Four. Right, eleven nil with all eleven players scoring. That. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That that'd be great. Was that, that greedy? Nah, it's sexy. That's what that is. Ian. <laughs> Ian, what would be acceptable Fine. to the forum? And I know you don't speak for the forum. I'm just pissing around here. I'm only, I'm only pissing around, right? But like, what would be acceptable scoreline? Because you know, if it's only... Well, there were obviously um, will be complaints about our goal scoring potential if, hmm. if, if it's still in single figures by our time. What then, we need um, to do is stop keeping the ball. Because um, that obviously yes. really annoyed the yeah. forum. If you ask keeping hold of the ball... Get it and, forward, uh, but don't lose it. That's yeah. the, that's the key. Yeah, only kick it full. Only only shoot, but only <laughs> you have to score every time you shoot. That's the only thing you're allowed to do. Taking a touch yeah. is slow football. Imagine having a goalkeeper that's got this much football ability and not appreciating it. Um, yeah, I, the comments about us doing eighty passes. I love it. We're loving it Saturday. The o, hope the Olays were heard far and wide across yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the grounds. 
Uh, one of the things I think with Louis that's most impressive to me, certainly watching from up in the PA box in the main stand, is how good he is at claiming crosses. I mean, whether he commands his box brilliantly, if there's a high ball, he gets it without trouble, which I think even if you look at some of the top keepers in the world, they struggle to do what he does. So I think that's one. Obviously, you know, I think Aggie likes having him because he's really good with his feet. But if you're looking at sort of a traditional goalkeeper, his reflexes and the way he reaches to catch high balls is incredible. That's very good because BCD did basically try to bundle him into the net every time they put the ball into the box. And, you know, he did, he held on to quite a few of those. And, you know, if you start sort of fumbling those, then you give, you give the opposition something to work with and give the referee some decisions to make. Um, yeah, yeah, he breeds he, confidence into the rest of the, rest yeah. of the defence with that. And when you've got those two, two wise heads in front of him, uh, yeah, everyone just feels really, really secure, which, which means that Ollie and Jake can bomb forward, crack on with the attacking. Absolutely. Right then, chaps. Let's move on to... Uh, oh, did we mention about the draw for the trophy? I, th- I think that's a fantastic draw, isn't it? I'll quickly touch upon the uh, draw against Eastbourne. Please do. I think that's there for the taking because I, th- I think if you consider the fact that, you know, A, we're at home, so because of their the whole FA rules with them being an elite club, they won't be able to bring any fans, which I think is immediately an advantage. Um, and I also think that if they're going to be coming to us, we've seen against Weymouth last season, uh, Ebb's Fleet this season, we're going to come out, they're going to come out and try to play us, and we're going to tear them apart. And especially if they do come to us resting first teamers, I think we're going to absolutely tear them to shreds. Mm. Well, home draw, you know, anything can happen. Anyone else got any thoughts? Is, 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 are, they, are they not allowed to bring any supporters because they're they're National League South and above, so they're considered an elite club. But because of the FA rules, because we're at home, we're able to have our fans in, but they can't have theirs. Like Ebbsfleet, because we were away at an elite club, mm. we could have no fans. It's basically right. depends. It depends who the home team is as to who can come in. So yeah. Load of crap, eh? No, don't yeah, worry. Just sing so loud they hear you in Eastbourne. If it's not. If it's not football fans, there's then some serious discrimination laws being violated there. Mm. Because it's football fans, they're allowed to do it. It's a ridiculous ruling. You're basically stopping someone going somewhere because of their personal beliefs. That's exactly what you're doing. If you're stopping Eastbourne fans coming to Hastings. It is exactly what well, you're doing. Well, you should, they should just say, oh, we support Hastings. Yeah. Identify as Hastings fans. That's the problem. <laughs> they're going to have to have uh, Hastings tattoos or something to prove that they're actually Hastings fans. <laughs> See, I'd vouch for him. It'd be good laugh having some Eastbourne fans there. Like, yeah, I know him. I know him. Come in. You wouldn't do it in any other, any other walk of life. You you, you don't go to the theatre going. Oh, do you want the uh, villain to win? Oh, if you don't, then you can't come in. Sorry. I've noticed no. this. I've noticed this from Ryan. Ever since he's been in the PA box, once he's gone up to the PA box, he's got very posh and he's talking about the theatre all the time. Yeah, you, you oh bollocks! Oh, that's a, that's a little bit better. Let's move on to something interesting, Chris. Come on. Well, let's talk about... Let's t- move on to John Wills kicked my puppy. Yeah. <laughs> we move on to that? Do I want to ask? No, it's... Aggie's on to you, John. He's on uh, to Aggie, you. Aggie, Aggie, Aggie's on to you on Twitter. 
you know, you, as you, are your cards marked? Um, you're marked well, well, I think I'm going to die soon because my life's <laughs> finally come to my my life's finally come together at an old age. Not only do I have a, my own song, but I've got a recognition from our su supremo about the puppy incident. And you've got your own Lego collection. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you made dioramas of Agatha on the sidelines with Lego? Um, I have. I've, I, I've actually got a major sort of Sabutio team now, and I've painted his face on. So that rivals the Lego ones. Okay, but, so hang on. Have you got Peter Heritage on the side? And if you have, have you got that sort of that I hair? Had use, I had to use Tipex for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another enemy made. Mm. <laughs> Is that all you got? Hey, are you still what are you expected more from me? Anyway, so people called for life bans. There was calls for violence against you, John. Um, I mean, this is just on Twitter. Aggies onto the haters was the headline. Yes, and and and, and you're still going to carry it on. Well, until the, the goal is achieved. <laughs> He's a patient man, is Chris. Be touched on the Seven Oaks on the weekend. Seven Oaks away, that'd be a, a good trip. Well, I say it's a shite ground. Last time we went, obviously, mm. it was a horrible ground and a horrible clubhouse. Good pub beforehand, but the, the rest of it was rubbish. Until we, many people got a last-second penalty to equalise, which made it a great away day. So I'd rather not have drama. Well. Um, yeah. yeah, looking forward to that, which hopefully will take quite a few. It's, it's one of the easier ones to do from Hastings. It's only so, about uh, an hour, isn't it? If not even that, so it's, it's really quite doable. Well, we take a lot. currently working. I'm trying to get the day off, but tickets are available. It's all ticket on their website. Ten pounds. Ten pounds top price. Do you, Ian, do you manage to get to away games? I don't really at the moment. I'd love to, but just stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. Life. Fair dues. No, I've, I've I've done a couple in the past, and I really they were great. You know, it's a great thing to do. I can completely understand why people do it. It's fantastic. Well, you currently can't shout at away games, so just so... You yeah, know. so I hear... Fair boarding appears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going back to Faversham. Um, you have to make pretend drum sounds as well. <laughs> oh, Doof, doof. That was... Yeah. Uh, or you can, yeah, or you can see yeah. in the highlights. Those, those flip boards. Excellent. Yeah. It's all you can see in the highlights is me... Hitting the top of their stand, where it nice. says hey, it, it, it says where it says Haywards Heath Town, and it's just me hitting it with a drumstick for about forty-five minutes. So, mm. Imagine moving next to a football ground and complaining about the noise. Uh, Ian, while you're on, sure. obviously we've made a few comments about you know about the, the forum. You've been yeah. on that. You've been on that forum for how long? Oh, uh, three years, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and obviously it was the only one I knew about. I, I mean, I suppose I, all, all, I, all I would, genuinely, all I would say in its defence is that I've been on a few internet forums for football in my time, and some of them are really poisonous. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and you know, by and large, it's fairly civil, mm. and by and large, it's people wanting to chew over the game and pick it part of it. And I know not everybody wants to do that, but that's sort of what it is. I do, yeah. I do completely take the criticism that... 
um, you know, when things go well, you tend to get a thread of about three comments. And when <laughs> things go badly, you know, everybody's in there yeah. picking it all apart. I do completely take that. A little bit but, of human nature, that, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. And, I, you know, because I've done a lot of writing about football and it's, it's easier to write about shit football than it is mm. good football quite often. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, when I, when, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go on. It's inexcusable. It's a despicable thing. The next, next, what will happen next is you'll be calling for Aggie to go. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just like your hero John Wills. Yeah, yeah that's why. I'm, that's why I've come on here, really. Yeah. Just a Trojan, Trojan horse. Yeah, let's go. You're very quiet today, George. There's something going on. He's hungover. He's hungover. I am. Yeah, I am hungover. Yeah, I had a yeah, good day out in the old town yesterday. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, looking for going. Got to go. Got to rest up. Go again tomorrow. So be at the ground nice and early, make loads of noise. Tuesday night game. Got two Tuesday nights at home in a row as well, which is brilliant. So yeah, looking looking forward to no, that. I'm looking forward to it as well. What do you think we'll get for a Tuesday night then? Weather no. getting cold. Should do be four hundred. Should be, shouldn't it? Uh, eight tickets left like an hour ago, so surely people really? will go. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. That's great. Because they know we're going to, abs- we're go- they know that they're a terrible team, and we're going to absolutely hammer them. More bridges than fans. They do have more bridges than fans, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got to pull that chant out. Yeah, we did last time, and then we scored more goals than they had bridges, so that was good. <laughs> for that as well. It was like Gareth Bale's flag was Wales Golf Madrid, wasn't it? But yeah. for Hastings three bridges, it's goals, bridges, fans. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll get a bit more. It's gonna be nil nil now, isn't it? It's gonna be yeah, nil-nil. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eleven nil. When, we, when we finish this, can you record me saying every single score? Okay. And then we can put it on the podcast on Thursday, and I got it right. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, fellas. Are we doing going around doing predictions? No, no, you're not allowed a prediction because you're, 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 Aggie, Aggie wants you dead, mate. You're Mark Man. <laughs> Right, anyway, we've got less than a minute. Right, quick quick score predictions. Robbie? 11-0. Hastings. <sighs> okay. Ian? 2-0. 5-0. 3-0. Three scores. <laughs> so that's 100, so, that? I don't know. 270 minutes of football. That's amazing. You're going to work them to death. Right. Roy? Uh, 5-1 to Hastings. Jack Dixon with two. Okie dokie. And George? 0-0. Nil, nil. Oh, yeah, Duck him out. <laughs> No, I think on my own team. 4-0 and uh, Kenny Pogue's going to get a couple. Oh, I love that. If he scores on the pitch. It's on the top pitch, scorer. Right. He's anyway. still a top scorer. Yeah. Chaps, right. chaps. Uh, hopefully see you all no, at the game. No, you can ask John. me, I see. Oh, have I not asked you, John? Go on then. It's about to cut us off anyway. Go on, John. <laughs> Come on. Quickly. Quickly. <laughs> right. That's it for another show, Hastings fans. Remember, if you want to get involved or give any feedback at all, I'm all ears. Email us on hufcpod at gmail.com or on our Twitter at hufcpodcast. All that remains for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Averick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. Sussex by the sea.